Live stream time. Come on in, everybody. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Happy Wednesday. It is November 2nd, a little bit after 3.05 p.m. Central. Sorry for keeping you waiting for a couple minutes. Appreciate your patience. Make sure you can hear me okay. Let me know where you're from. Drop it in the comments below for us. We have some a uh, couple exciting things to go through today. Just kind of wanted to share my thoughts around the latest developments with Tesla and its ability to really perform really well in this market, as well as some of the developments that have been happening around Twitter and Elon and just how open he has been in his approach to you know making the company better. So I'd love to sit down with y'all and, and go through that. But while we wait, while we wait for everybody to come in, we'll use the next few seconds to make sure everybody can hear us. We have people in the stream. Thank you all very much for joining us. Welcome everybody to the stream. Do make sure that you can hear me and see me okay. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, start setting this up, shall we? So few things that um, in the last couple days that have come up, especially in, in regards to Tesla in reference to companies in FANG, and for those that are not familiar, um, FANG basically constitutes of five different companies, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. And those companies for the last few years, uh, really for the last decade, it seems, have been extremely good at not just growing, but generating a lot of income for stockholders. But I, what I'd like to do today is sort of sit down and compare a few metrics between fang and tesla and for the next topic for the one after that one again we'll discuss a little bit more about elon musk twitter and some of the things he's doing that i think are going under the radar as far as the changes he's making and what that implies not just for twitter but for tesla and every other person that could potentially be starting a company right so um yeah excited to talk to you all <laughs> powell killed the market again keep stabbing powie who's this guy behind me do you guys recognize this gentleman <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's fun in the market. It's fun in the market, of course. I'm being a little sarcastic, but that's okay. All right, let's go ahead and uh, share the slides here. Share screen. Here we go. Boom. I'm going to combine the slide sort of presentation method that I use and the live stream at the same time and see how this goes. So I'm excited to talk to you all about this. All right, real quick, I want to lead off by saying that the YouTube channel, the one you're on right now, the female viewership has gone up from 2% from a couple months ago to 4.6%. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> thank you for joining me. I'm trying to be very um, mindful of how to make the audience as uh, diverse as possible so we can have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of ideas to share between between folks. And I think people from different sexes usually view things differently. So I'm very excited to grow that audience. And of course, it's really up to me to make sure I'm, I'm creating content that folks enjoy. But anyway, thank you all so much for uh, joining me. <laughs> thank you, ladies. And uh, yeah, for the 95% guys, thanks. Thanks. I already knew you were here. So <laughs> okay. So Fang, Facebook, Apple, Amazon. Netflix, Google, in case you're not familiar. Five companies have been around for a long time, have been growing like crazy uh, for the last decade, have been generating a lot of income, a lot of cash. A lot of these companies have buybacks in place, which means that they essentially buy shares from the market um, and they return, quote unquote, the cash that they would have used to buy those shares back to investors. But what I like to do today is take these very, very lucrative stocks, or so you would think, in this market and compare it to Tesla and how Tesla has been performing. 
I I created a uh, tweet earlier today. Actually, was this last night? Was was this? This was today. I, my days are getting mixed up. I, I don't know what what day it is anymore. I think it's Wednesday, right? We already said this. Um, so R and D, R and D expense specifically for these companies and Tesla. I forgot to put in Netflix in here, but Netflix is about two billion, and we'll cover that a little bit later. Meta R and D research, research and development. So the money these companies would use to essentially invest in their future products and things that are going to be coming out uh, in the future, essentially. For the last nine months, so year to date, January through September, Meta or Facebook has spent about $25.6 billion. Google has spent about $29.2 billion. Apple, roughly $19.5 billion. Amazon, $52.4 billion. And Tesla has only spent $2.3 billion, which I find really interesting. So another way of thinking about this is these four companies above Tesla plus Netflix, which is about $2 billion, have spent tens of billions of dollars so far this year. Just think about that. Facebook, $25.6 billion so far this year. And a lot of this is really all of it is into their sort of metaverse play that's going to be coming down the pike here, hopefully in the next year or two. It's all being dumped into figuring out how to make that technology work. Google is doing it, I don't know, <laughs> search, making better search, better algorithms, better ad sort of ways of targeting and a bunch of other projects that they have going on. Google's really Alphabet is the, is a parent company. It has a lot of different things working, but they're spending roughly almost $30 billion so far this year. Apple, we all know they make the phones, they make the iPads, they make the uh, computers, the tablets, so on and so forth. They spent about twenty billion so far this year, and Amazon fifty-two billion, and Amazon Web Services, and God knows what else. Really, the Amazon R and D line is interesting to look at because it's sort of labeled differently. But uh, from all the research I did, it does look like that's their R and D, and they spend very, very heavily in that. But Tesla's only two point three billion. Why is this interesting? So, on the next slide, if we look at just growth, and this I pulled from Open Skies uh, on Twitter courtesy of CPA in New York City. Thank you very much. Fang, so those five companies versus Tesla, the sales growth. So how much has Tesla grown in their revenue versus these other companies as a percentage point? So most recent quarter, if you take Q3 this year versus Q3 last year, Tesla has grown 56% Q3 versus the previous Q3 of last year. But Meta's down four, Apple's down uh, up eight, Netflix up five, Amazon up 15, Google up six. So the framing here is that the R&D spent so far that these companies have placed in, Tesla from this group has spent by far the least, but it's achieving bananas growth. That means two things. One, could mean that they're very efficient where they're spent, but two, they have a market that they can grow into much, much easier, much quicker than these other companies because one could make the argument these other companies have a very saturated marketplace. That's one. This next slide, I'm trying to find the user that created this. If anybody knows in the comments, please drop it. Thank you very much. Fang versus Tesla net income growth Q3 year over year. So again, Q3 of 2022 versus previous year, Q3 2021, their net income, how much money they made this last quarter in Q3 versus the last year. Apple is down. So the net income, think of it as like how much money went to the bottom line after they paid for everything that they had to pay for just the taxes and everything everything apple is down 10 percent. netflix is down five percent google is down 27 percent. facebook is down 52 percent. 
Facebook is making half the amount of money in Q3 of this year versus how much versus what they were making last year. Tesla's up 103%. It's basically doubled. Crazy. These are crazy numbers. And again, compared to the R&D, how much money are these companies spending for the future? Meta, Google, Apple, Amazon. Again, Netflix, I forgot to put in here, but it's about $2 billion. Tens of billions of dollars to grow, in best case scenario, 15%. Otherwise, single digits or not growing nearly as, or really not growing, if anything, shrinking from your revenue line, in addition to losing more money, which makes sense. Okay, I'm trying to spend more money to get the growth going. Very good, very good. So that's how much I'm spending more money. That's why I'm spending more money. Got it. Okay, so that we can make that as a justification. Cool. Here's where it gets really interesting, though. So I took the R&D expense, so the numbers from this slide right here, okay? And I put them in column two. Where's my marker? Right there. Column two right here, R&D. And these are in billions. So Meta is 25.6 billion. Apple's 19.5 billion, okay? The third column here is net income. It's how much money they've made thus far this year. So January through September. Um, net income, again, after taxes and everything, how much money the company said, up, oh, this is mine now. After X, I paid all the bills, this is what I keep. So far this year, year to date, 2022. Meta has made about 18.6 billion. Apple has made about 79 billion, that's a big number. Amazon has lost 3 billion. Amazon uh, spent more than they made. So I think I forget what the number is exactly, but I think it's a hundred and you know if they say they made they they made sales of 150 billion, they how much the amount of money it took to actually run the company from January through September it cost them 153 billion. So that's why they lost three billion. I don't know if those numbers are exact, but that's how the math plays out. Netflix made 4.45 billion, about four and a half billion. Google made about 46.4 billion. And then Tesla made about 8.9 billion thus far. However, if you put it within the context of how much the company is making versus how much they are quote unquote investing in their future, this is really the mind blowing part. Look at Tesla. Tesla is almost at four. So what this means is for every dollar, for every dollar that the company has spent on R&D or research and development or every dollar they spent to to plan for the future, right now they're making almost $4 on that R&D money. So another way to think about this is how efficient is this company when it comes to deploying cash for future products versus how much money it's making right now? Meta is at 0.73. So for every dollar they spend in R&D, they get 0.73 back in income. Apple's $4. So it's more than Tesla. Apple is doing a phenomenal job when it comes to how much they're spending in R&D versus how much money they're making. So, I mean, it's hard to argue why they're the most valuable company in the world. Just look at this metric, right? Amazon's losing money. <laughs> For every dollar they're putting into R&D, into future products, they're losing about six cents. Yikes. Hope they get that. You know, but the Amazon model is weird because they haven't really been known for making a lot of money. It's just like, they're just growing. They're constantly growing. They're constantly growing. It's 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 a fascinating business model. It really is. Netflix is not bad. For every dollar they spend in R&D, they get back $2.23 in net income. Google, for every dollar they spend in R&D, they get back $1.59 in net income. But again, R&D is important to keep in mind. This is a future sort of a future investment in your company, research and development. It's like Iron Man making the iron suit, you know, or like a scientist out there somewhere 
putting in money with the hopes of in the future making a lot of money, right? But what's very, very interesting, look at these numbers, right? But then look at the growth in sales. Like this is what blind, like completely blowing my mind. Not only is Tesla almost as efficient with their R&D dollars as Apple is, but they're growing 56% year over year and Apple's only grown 8%. This is what has me just, Mike, when is everyone else going to see this? <laughs> when will this become obvious for everybody? Blows my mind. Completely blows my mind. $2 billion spent so far this year, growing 56% year over year, growing 100% on your net income year over year, and your efficiency of R&D versus your how much money you make is almost as good as Apple's. So you have way more to grow into than Apple, but you're almost as literally as efficient as they are. What do you guys think about that? Tell me, what do you, what do you think about that? It's interesting. Interesting. So I wanted to sort of talk through that, Fang versus Tesla. You guys let me know. We'll do a little Q&A session after we're done covering these topics. But ah, this is pretty interesting, right? Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> I just read this comment. <laughs> Farzad, you rule. Sean Clifford does not. For those that don't know who Sean Clifford is, he's the quarterback at Penn State. Poor guy. He gets a lot of grief. I'm a, I'm a Sean Clifford supporter. Sean, get him, dude. I know Drew Aller's in the wings, but Sean deserves to be starter, man. Let him play out his... 17th year in college now come on all right let's talk about twitter real quick and then we'll do a q a at the end all right we, we already know this is elon's first day of twitter we know we know what this is what it looks like before we even keep going he literally posted this tweet <laughs> as i was finishing up the slides a lot of flack for an eight dollar twitter check mark that he's getting that is you know he's saying hey eight dollars yeah, I might be the guy on the top. <laughs> I'm not complaining about the eight dollars. I'm just saying I would very much spend eight dollars for a Starbucks drink. Pretty hilarious. Pretty hilarious. Anyway, I made a tweet this morning. This is the one I was talking about. No, yesterday, last night before I went to bed. Look at this, eleven twenty-one. I was literally in bed. And I'm like, huh? Let me post this tweet because I'm just kind of thinking through this. Best thing about Elon Musk buying Twitter is that everyone's getting a masterclass on what it takes or what it means, excuse me, to actually move fast. Business leaders should take note. This is how you maximize results and create a culture of innovation. So a lot of people might say, well, that's a little bit too soon to, you know, to say. It's only been like, whatever, four or five days. What proof do you have to make this happen? So I have a few tweets that I want to highlight that sort of paints why the way that Elon's approaching this almost really like, excuse me, very openly and very visibly to the public is very unorthodox, especially for a private company. Let's not forget Twitter is now private. It has gone off the market. You can't buy Twitter in the public markets anymore. It's a private company, right? So, so the fact that there's any sort of visibility into this is fascinating. But one of the tweets that came out, uh, in the last day or so, really yesterday, Twitter's current lords and peasants system who has, who for, let me try that again. Twitter's current lords and peasants system for who has or doesn't have a blue check mark is bullshit. Wow, potty mouth. Power to the people, blue for $8 a month. And then some, some replies. This will also give Twitter a revenue stream to reward content creators. There will be secondary tag below the name for someone who is a public figure, which is already the case for politicians. So what's interesting about this tweet is that, again, this is a public company. Oh, sorry, a private company. This is, you know, private companies are, don't, they don't have to disclose what their plans are. They don't have to disclose what they're working on. What are the things that they're coming out with? But what's interesting about this 
is that Elon has taken the sort of same mantra he's been doing with, say, uh, Tesla, even a SpaceX, but really Tesla, very open about the company's plans. But he doesn't have to do this. It's a private company. Who cares what your plans are at that point? You don't have to appease any, any public investors, but he's still doing it anyway. He's sending the signal out there. So there, the signal here is we're working on something. We're working on something, and it's going to come out, and this is what it's going to do, and this is how much it's going to cost. There was some haggling he did with Stephen King on Twitter a couple of days ago about how much uh, the blue check mark is supposed to cost. $20 number was thrown around. They landed at 8 Interesting. Thank you, Stephen King, for lowering the price, I guess. I don't know. Another tweet that came out uh, a couple of days ago, bring back Vine, yes or no? I voted yes because I'd actually freaking love Vine. 69%. It's like literally we're living a simulation. Vine, TikTok competitor, shorts competitor, uh, a short form uh, thing where people, instead of posting these long form videos or anything really above a few minutes, Vine would be a perfect place to do short form content. So this is yet another thing. Uh, Elon and the Twitter team are working on is like, hey, not just a blue check mark for eight bucks to try and lessen the bots. How about a competitor for short form content uh, ability to bring back, you know, small videos? Interesting. Fascinating. Next, Twitter will be forming a content moderation council with widely diverse viewpoints. No major content decisions or account reinstatements will happen before that council convenes. Again, public public company. I'm oh, sorry, private company. Why is a private company coming out and making this statement? It's strange. Private companies don't do that. Yes, of course, it's a social media company. But as a private company, you don't really have any sort of own, even as a public company, you don't have to disclose how you're approaching this. But again, why, why is this being said to try and create some trust to try and, and set some visibility and guidelines to people to gather feedback? This is yet another mechanism that I think um, Elon uses very, very astutely is that the hate and the crap he might get from saying something like this is a signal that allows him to gauge if he's going down the right path or not. It's fascinating. Yet another example of doing something that's very um, odd, honestly. Elon Musk has pulled more than 50 Tesla employees into his Twitter takeover. Cool. This is sort of a news article from our favorite uh, <laughs> Laura Kolodny. <laughs> Shout out Laura Kolodny. But... Uh, Another very interesting thing here, as soon as they walk into Twitter, becomes pretty well known because everybody follows Tesla and Elon that, hey, they're bringing in a bunch of talent, probably their top tier talent that honestly probably volunteered. Elon probably said, hey, who wants to come help me fix Twitter for the next couple of weeks? And then, you know, 69 people are like, me, 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 me. And then it's like, all right, you 50 come or whatever. Maybe it is 69. Who knows? But this is yet another thing that from the standpoint of trying to make a product really, really good, as quickly as you humanly can, you're leveraging whatever talent you have to make stuff happen. It's crazy. It's only been five days. This, this is the thing that, again, blows my mind a little bit. It's only been five days, and we got an extremely talented team going in to try and figure out what to do next. We have a sort of a creation of the standards behind how the company is going to operate moving forward. We have a brand new platform that's going to come out that's going to compete with one of the largest social media companies in the world. And then we have a rewrite on how really uh, bots are going to be addressed and to try and, and create a platform where folks are verified and what they're saying is coming from a real human being and not just a bot, right? This is all in five days, just five days, mind-blowing stuff. And it's visible and it's open. 
Again, this is a private company that's doing this. It's not a public company anymore. It's a private company. And so for me, I think what's going to be doubly fascinating is once some of these changes start coming into fruition. So once the blue check mark goes live, maybe in the next couple of weeks, maybe when Vine comes back in the next four weeks and whatever other host of features and, and things come up, it's going to rewrite what it means to build a company, to make a, a, a fast, lean machine that's out there creating value for its customers and really for its investors and for the employees. It's a culture of innovation. And now we're kind of getting this sort of almost like a masterclass. You know, I, I call it a masterclass, but it really is from a business leader that knows how to build things very openly in the next last couple of days is all these changes are coming through and yeah he's getting flack for some of them but guess what they're coming <laughs> they're coming it's creating a path it's trying to make uh um, trying to create momentum towards changes and being public about it if you're public about it the other thing that that does is that it puts you know pressure is probably the wrong word but it you, you've thrown it out there into the universe and now everybody who's working on that thing in the company now knows people they know that people are expecting this thing so you're going to have double the sort of motivation theoretically to get that stuff done so fascinating stuff very very um curious thing that's happening here with twitter but yeah what do you guys think let me know what you think about this right these couple of topics that i covered the five days the fact that you know we we we're uh twitter's already out there making a bunch of uh changes theoretically and it hasn't <laughs> literally been a week <laughs> Let me know what this means, maybe. And then about Tesla's differentiation from a um, net income versus R&D perspective. Let's make it into a Q&A session. Uh, let's gather some questions, and then uh, we'll take it from there. What do you guys got? Let me know. Thank you. Just came uh, just came from a Mitt stream. Awesome. Shout out to Mitt. Mitt's the man. Um, how soon can we invest in a new Twitter? Yeah, I don't know if uh, Twitter is probably going to go public for a minute. It's probably going to take, um, I was going to uh, probably three to five years before they get everything settled, honestly. And then the question becomes, what's the benefit they're going to gain from going public? I don't know if they'll gain too much from going public unless they feel like uh, it's going to allow them to grow much further than they are, or they feel like the public should have a piece into this. We'll see. Uh, yeah, but it, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. Being open is important considering how many are against this deal. Yeah, 100%. The, the creation of trust, I think, is really the most important thing. Um, really, when it comes to anything, trust is the fundamental pillar. And as it pertains to building a social media company, when you have all the attention in the world on you, if you come across as somebody who is trying to build trust and is trying to create things out of honesty to really bring value to the world i think it's gonna potentially make people think differently about you you know maybe they can still disagree with you but they'll feel like they can trust you that's that can exist you know how many friends do you have that you disagree with but you trust maybe elon's that's the angle he's going for and i think this is a great point by mimi i really think um being open is really very, very important. Very, very important. Question, what will happen in April next year? There is something in the air. Any bets? I don't know. What's going to happen in April? You let me know. <laughs> I can't, what's what's it? Uh, April Fool's? I don't know. Spring is coming? Let me know. Oh, you mean like Tesla specific maybe? Um, 
yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe a product announcement, maybe a Gigafactory announcement. Who knows? Something like that. How soon before Elon assigns a new CEO? This is a good question. Um, I think by the end of the year, Twitter will have a CEO, uh, like some sort of like operations person, close, very similar to uh, Gwen Shotwell from SpaceX. I would expect in the, by the end of the year, we'll get some sort of announcement along those lines. You think Twitter will be in public in the future? Yes, I do believe it'll be public again, only because I think there is, um, if the company is making a lot of money and it's a public good, it probably makes sense to have the public own it. I think that goes along the lines of the Elon thesis. Elon thesis. Ethos. Tesla thesis. I don't know. I don't know how I got thesis. But yeah, it's. Uh, I really do think it'll be public again. This is great work uh, comparing the companies. Thanks for that. You're very welcome, Neely. It's my pleasure. Excited for Plaid. Finally, in China, market should be a big hit there because it's awesome. I agree. I agree. Why no acoustic guitar? Not a fan of campfire sing-alongs. <laughs> I just like electric better. I might get an acoustic guitar soon, but yeah, electric is my jam. Uh, Farzad, I got a humble surprise for you, my man. Check out your comment section at the end of the live stream. All right, thanks. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. I know Elon is good with dimensional analysis. If he wasn't so busy, I would ask him to weigh in on why big city elections don't scale to be able to count the votes that night. Yeah, I mean, um, that's probably very low in his totem pole. It, and it's probably one of those fixes that's like, oh, why didn't you guys do this? This is very obvious. You know, voting is a very old technology. And what's the kind of, you know, have we had any innovation in voting? Not really. So it's probably like a fix overnight. Just, there's no incentive to do it per se. Elon loves Twitter and gaming. How long till, until Twitter is a sick online gaming platform? This is a great question. It goes back to that x.com point, right? And everything app. Why wouldn't gaming be part of it? I really think gaming is probably going to be maybe year two, year three solution. Year one is going to be sort of the remove the bots, uh, get a legitimate social media company that can compete with the likes of TikTok and Facebook, get the ads, uh, ad revenue going, maybe put in a wallet, YouTube competitor. And then once you have sort of like a media stuff taken care of and maybe the finance stuff, then start moving into something else. It's going to be interesting how these things mold, though, like they meld together. It's going to be fascinating to watch um, play out. Um, the first thing you could do is focus on, focus your screen. Is it not focused? Am I out of focus? Let me see. What do you guys think about that? Let me, let me try to fix that. Is that better? Oh, I'm out of focus again. Okay. I think that's better, right? Let me know. Good eye. Google is inventing a lot more stuff than Tesla. In my opinion, Google has killed 17 products features this year alone, a lot of wasted man hours, but they can since have too many useful, useless software engineers. Sure, they, they are definitely working on a, on a lot of stuff, but then the question becomes, they're not really making, like, where's the growth, you know, where's the growth of their business? They've lost 27% net income year over year, you know? Then you look at their revenue, they've only grown 6% year over year. Yeah, they have a lot of products, but what are they doing? <laughs> it's not really creating a lot of value, it seems. I think value is much more important than the raw number of stuff that they're that they're making. But it's a good point, regardless. Um, did you see net income for GM and Toyota this quarter? I, I haven't. Uh, I saw GMs. Yes, 
I haven't looked at Toyotas yet, but uh, Tesla is probably going to be more than both of them combined by next year, for sure. Eight bucks a month is good with me. I just canceled Hulu because they raised the price by three bucks. Got a bit extra for Blue Check. Bingo. Congratulations. Happy for you. Do you think Twitter will come uh, up with banking services? Thanks for the wonderful show. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm sorry. Fro Frode? Frody? Frode? So sorry. Look at my name, right? I'm sorry. I shouldn't be getting these names wrong. <laughs> I apologize. Um, I do think so. Yeah. Elon has talked about it and it's probably going to tie in crypto at some point. So I, um, I'm excited to see that. Why do you, why do people hate Elon so much considering all he's done for humanity? This is a question that I, that I, I find really fascinating because I asked myself this question in a different way. I'm like, how, how come folks, um, like what has happened where folks have ingested information that makes them think about Elon negatively versus someone like, you know, like us that make them think about him positively. And I mean, a lot of it is media. A lot of it is the circles that you're in. A lot of it is politics. You know, some of the things that Elon says sometimes cannot, you know, he's not like a perfect being, you know, he does say some wacky stuff sometimes. So, so it's a bunch of stuff, but I think, I really do think that people that like him, is much bigger than the people that don't like him. But it seems like a lot of people don't like him because everybody has a megaphone on the internet. And right now the internet amplifies the extremes disproportionately versus the middle. So um, it's kind of like a mirage, but that's just how the internet works. You know, so uh, you don't seem very focused. Let me know if that uh, tweak helped. Uh, let me know if uh, it helped a little bit. Will you take a one-way trip to Mars if given the chance? No, no way. I have too many people uh, here that I love. Maybe if I'm like 105 and everybody knows dead or something, and I can take my wife <laughs> and my family or something. But no, uh, no, no one-way trip. Definitely a two-way for sure. <laughs> Off topic, can we just acknowledge that Fars is an absolute snack? Most handsome Tesla YouTuber. Oh, my Lord. Tesla fix. Jan, what are you saying, bro? Thank you kind but geez <laughs> thank you that's funny tesla made almost as much money at to as toyota yeah i'm not surprised I'm not surprised to hear that at all when do you think the market will price tesla for the growth it is going to have forward pe is about 20 right now this is yeah this is the question that that i'm wondering myself you know when i look at this when i look at this graph that, that we just went through in, in the in the presentation and then you look at the net income growth and you look at the revenue growth it's um i don't know the market's gonna market you can see uh this guy back here uh has made some stuff happening in the market today because of the remarks he made on the uh fed call and it's just that's what happens anytime there's any sort of bad news or perceived not good news then the market punishes everything so uh, i will be shocked if by next year we don't see some sort of like upwards movement in the stock but not financial advice. I don't know what I'm talking about, so on and so forth. Greetings from Canada. Giddy up. Welcome, James. Welcome back, my friend. Long-time listener of the, of the podcast. If Twitter had a movies, games... Let me bring myself back. What am I doing? Production value. <laughs> if Twitter had movies, games, etc., it would take off and allow many to get uh, rid of some of the online services, perhaps, but it has to be... Where is it within the priority set of what Twitter is supposed to be doing from a value perspective? Gaming seems kind of lower on the totem pole. But I think over time, it makes sense for them to do that. 
the multimedia aspect, the media aspect of it is, I think, more important. Videos, news, commentary, podcasts, finance, uh, wallets, literally that kind of stuff, I think, is more important. But over time, I'm sure they'll get there. I'm sure they'll get there. Tesla Hype, thank you so much. $10 Canadian. Thank you for the support, brother. Tip for next month, blue Twitter subscription. Yes. You're telling me that I don't have to. I can, you know, I was going to go for the Starbucks. But now that you've given me a $10 donation in Canadian, no less. I can get myself a blue check mark for 30 days. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. You're the best. Uh, stop it. It will go to his head. Yeah. Don't compliment me. What are you doing? My wife already knows this. If she, if she compliments me too much. Uh, yeah, my ego goes to the roof. I tell her, like, stop, like, just be mean to me for a little bit. <laughs> yep, he's always labeled billionaire in every article. Yeah, it's interesting regarding to Elon. Very, very, uh, you know, it's it's an easy it's an easy label, right? That's just what happens. As long as Tesla continues to be the most desirable company for engineers, uh, at the engineers, the R and D spend will be drastically lower and more efficient than Fang. Exactly, the R and D spend is directly correlating to how talented that Tesla team is. They don't need to spend nearly as much money to get the same level of results as everybody else, and that's why they have this graph. By this graph here, this number down here is so good. For every dollar that they spend, they get back three eighty-seven in profit versus Apple at four, which is literally world class level everybody else in fang is less or negative in the case of amazon it's a 100 percent correlation to the talent they have if you don't have the people to do that it doesn't happen it's not like somehow you know it just magically appears people have to execute to make that happen for sure elon made a lot of people angry with suggestions for russia ukraine and china taiwan conflicts and recently the terribly stupid tweet about pelosi's husband you know i the first one, I, I I can see how it made... Well, the second one, I can definitely see how people it made people upset. He deleted the tweet. It wasn't the wisest thing to do, for sure. I agree there. The Russia-Ukraine-China-Taiwan conference, I think, has to be within the context of, like, what's the motive behind it? I'm not for or against. I'm just, like, an observant here. I think that's how it gets judged. Is like, how many... Shout out 420 listeners in the chat, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, why 420? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of, um, I can see why people will be upset. For me, it just highlights more how certain topics are very controversial and trying to drive a conversation could have unintended consequences. And that's the way I view it, you know. Why do you have that scary Fed guy in your background? Halloween is over. Well, bro, the market says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> What year will we have level five autonomous vehicles? Uh, level five? 2024. Book it. Everybody that follows me on Twitter knows what book it is. Why would a Tesla have a YouTube uh, uh, and Messenger and whatnot on board if you could have an all X Twitter app instead? Yeah, if you can have the X app be your multimedia total entertainment sort of platform in the Tesla, then you could have a monopolization when it comes to autonomous entertainment, theoretically. Question is, where is that within the priorities of what Elon wants to do with Twitter? Maybe long term, it could be very much that. And I've talked about that before on the channel. It's like, that's a huge opportunity. Huge opportunity. So, yeah. <laughs> I won't compliment your looks again. Great content so far. Love the questions. Thanks, community. Thanks, Jan. <laughs> Jan's awesome. I'll talk to him in a minute. Um, 
DRK with a great question. How's everyone doing today despite our uh due to the market? I hope everybody's good mentally. I know it's been rough. The market sucked. And I was like half expecting when I went live once the Fed reported and the stocks just started going crazy. I'm like, I'm gonna get like half the viewership I usually do because people are like, ugh, I don't wanna I just wanna unplug, which I completely get. So if you feel like stressed out or you feel like this is really impacting you negative to negatively, take time for yourself, you know? Take time for yourself and um yeah, th th there's a lot to live for. And so it's just re-engage with the things that make you happy. Great question, DRK. Everybody should definitely ask themselves that question, smoke weed every day. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Uh, uh, what did you think of one of you for reporting a $2.3 billion write down? Yeah, I have to sit down and go through Ford's um, report. I haven't done that yet, but I definitely want to do that here today or tomorrow. And if there's something that I find interesting, sort of like the GM breakdown that I did with their inventories increasing and that just the growth and revenues being directly correlated to that, I'll make a video about it. But uh, I'm going to go through and, and, and take a peek. How much will each one of Elon companies suffer if he somehow could not keep working? I, I think if Elon stops working now, Tesla's really long term sort of prospects come down. So things like Tesla bot become a little bit hazier. I think full self-driving still gets completed. Um, they still will reach, you know, 10 to 20 million cars per year. Like there's a lot of momentum for Tesla to slow down. There's just incredible amounts of momentum. But like when you think about like the completion of Tesla bot and sort of the long, long-term visionary products, it might take a hit if it leaves now. But the longer he's at the company, the less that chance becomes. And same thing with like SpaceX and Starship going to Mars, so on and so forth. But the one thing that he has proved, and I want to make sure I make this point, Elon Musk has proved that he can create companies that are able to be self-sustaining. In the case of Tesla and SpaceX, they can run day-to-day -day with no problems, with no problems, and start new ventures. So he started Twitter, and then what's Tesla doing? Achieving record Q4. And SpaceX went and returned the Falcon Heavy boosters after not launching it for three years, y'all. And they did it for a military mission. That's crazy. That proves that he can step away and do something else and the day-to-day -day of the companies go well. When Tesla reports record Q4 in January, February, January, <laughs> and SpaceX starts going to Mars with Starship, this whole Twitter thing is going to become like, wow, what what can't this guy do? I think that's how the conversation is going to shift. But it's a superpower. It's a crazy guy. Crazy, crazy guy. Anyway. Um, does Elon typically share his employees between his companies? Does the Twitter employee share some, some something new? No, it's not. He's had folks go between Tesla and SpaceX for the longest time. And it's a very small amount. This is going to be temporary, and I think he said so uh, as well, is that this is not a long-term thing where Twitter is going to hog these Tesla employees for too long. It's just something that he he's done just to get the company started, and it's probably a volunteer basis. He asked, put out the question, who wants to come with me to Twitter for a few weeks to get this thing going? A bunch of people raise their hands. like, okay, come with me. So, um, yeah, it's not new. Given that, is there a clear number 204 Elon as a tech genius and very capable moneymaker? That's the question. I think it's it's um, it's not clear and half because Elon is just so good. I don't know. 
he's just very unique at what he does and it's hard to find that sort of talent at that level and then the other one is i, I we just we haven't seen those people publicly right it's we haven't seen those people appear so i'm sure that person's there we just don't know about that person and um once we go deeper into Tesla's future, we'll find out who that person is. It's probably that person's probably working at Twitter or, or Tesla right now. And it's probably not who we think it is. You know, that's the most interesting thing. Elon pushed back the Cybertruck again. I'm not sure if that's the case. I think they said something about mass production starting in 2023, late 2023. But was that different from the verbiage he was given before? Let me know. But I don't, I don't know if that's the case or not. Sebastian, thank you very much. $420 super chat. Thank you. Thank you. I wonder what the 420 is for. Twitter should adopt RCS needs a killer, needs a killer messaging app. Um, RCS. I'm not sure what that is. I'm sorry if that makes you sound like a lame-o, but um, let me know what RCS is in the comments. I would appreciate that. Fang needs even better engineers and an organization that allocates R&D resources better so you get more for the investor in dollar. Yeah, for sure. And that's why... Um, there's such great separation between Tesla and its uh, competitors in the fang space. Got to go. Thanks for a great stream. You get a green check for free. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you. We're verified on YouTube. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. My life is better without a social media company in my life. Don't need it. Don't want it. I get that. The one time I, I went off Facebook for three months, I had no social media for three months, and I felt so good. My mental was so clear. I read so many books, you know, I sometimes I feel that I feel like I, I should, you know, take a break from a lot of these things, but um, it's hard. There's a lot going on, <laughs> but I, I should, I should uh, take care of my mental for sure. Um, Farzad, will you ever go back to work for Tesla in Austin? Probably not. I mean, I, I, unless honestly, I'm much closer to wanting to work for Twitter than I would for Tesla at this point, because Twitter feels like a brand new frontier. But the beautiful thing now as a content creator is that theoretically I can work for Twitter as a creator. You know, I can I can utilize the platform to see what value I can bring as a as somebody who creates content. You know, maybe it's business, maybe it's finance, probably not because I'm not I'm the last person probably people should listen to for finance, but uh business, leadership, you know, tech space knowledge, Tesla, you know full self-driving like self-driving cars future tech stuff like that i think um twitter i'm really excited to see what sort of tools and things are created because to me that's super attractive but say the opportunity came up and some some something plays out of twitter where they're like yo you know this is a good fit or something that i find to be super 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 like wow i would totally love to do this for for a while never say never but um i loved tesla for so like so much so so much and um, it was an incredible joy, but I feel like Twitter seems more exciting for me. I like it when places are kind of a clusterfuck. Excuse my French. I, I love that kind of environment because from chaos, uh, you find opportunities that are transformational. Usually when a company is becoming more and more like stable, there's not as much chaos and you don't have the ability to go in and make transformations. Yeah. Um, will you buy Twitter stocks if they go public again? Probably. For sure. For sure. Uh, would you join the Twitter council of asked? How might that work? I have no idea. I don't know if I have the right, um, 
credentials to be on that board, to be honest. But uh, if it does appear as an opportunity, I'm going to be like, why? And then uh, I'll go from that. Uh, how bullish are you on Tesla? Very, 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 very bullish. I just went through a sort of a presentation on, on why. And yeah, extremely bullish. If you're more interested, you can sort of go back to the beginning and, and you'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Fanboys in here are blind to Tesla's weaknesses. I don't think so. I don't think so, Matt. I think a lot of folks know what the weaknesses are, but they don't, they're not nearly as big as they, um, as a lot of people make them out to be. And their, uh, positives are much, much bigger. That's my opinion. Do uh, public documents exist on how Waymo and Cruise get approved for autonomous service? Is this indicative of what Tesla will have to contend with? That's a great question. I have no idea, but I'm going to look into this. Uh, I'm going to go look into this for sure. Um, how about in charge of YouTube if Elon buys it? Yeah, I don't know if he's ever going to buy YouTube. It's a monster. YouTube is crazy big, and they do a really good job. They need a competitor, though, to get a little bit better. Cybertruck seems to reach mass production of 2023. Before that production ramp, they delivered huge cranes to Giga Texas to lift a new big stamping press from Idra. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I'm 90% test, but I'm not delusional over what has been happening in the last four months. I would love to hear what you think has been happening in the last four months with Tesla that makes you feel like it's a weakness. If anything, I feel like Tesla has strengthened. If it's related to sort of Elon's comments, I don't know how that relates to Tesla specifically, but um, yeah, I mean, drop them in the comments for conversation. Obviously, everybody be super, super respectful of each other's opinions, but um yeah, I don't know. I, I would be curious to see what, what you think those are. Nobody complained about the price of uh, Starlink as proposed by SpaceX, uh, a private company, right? I think I think the thing with Twitter, though, is that it, it was free, quote unquote, and it still will continue to be free. It's just there's different uh, features you'll get for eight bucks. I'm, I'm guessing that's what that's what's going to happen here. So um, it's definitely a very different context. Why do you think market participants have failed to price Tesla bigger than Amazon market cap, even though Tesla is making more money than Amazon? I That question is a fascinating one. I think what's happening here, again, not financial advice, just speaking out loud, thinking out loud, rather. Amazon is, is a company that's significantly bigger from the standpoint of how much revenue it makes, even though its growth prospects are much smaller in the long term. Tesla is much smaller in comparison to them but because their growth prospects are appear to be so much larger and their ability to make cash appears to be so much larger it's interesting to see why the market doesn't think that's more valuable but the market has shown that they like it likes wait and see more than well you're going to reach 20 million per year so i'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt wait and see approach seems to be a much more um standard use case for how market prices things especially in the mega cap space like meaning like over 200 billion 300 billion dollar market cap tesla's what eight 650 right now something like that 700 so you know in due time i am very confident in the due time tesla will be significantly worth it will be worth significantly more than amazon is on the stock market in my opinion i don't know when that's going to happen but yeah this bear market is a blessing accumulate shares my dudes <laughs> not financial advice it's your cash i tend to agree Farza, have you tried 2022, 2019 significant improvements for me in up north? Awesome. That's great to hear. I haven't tried it yet. I got it yesterday, but I'm, I'm curious to see, curious to see how it goes once I get into the, uh, 
into the car. Will Jack Dorsey's new platform compete with Twitter or vice versa? Yeah, I mean, if it comes out with a new platform, of course, it's going to be in the social media space. So he's definitely going to be up against Twitter. It's going to be interesting to see. Value analyst. Fact that people haven't appreciated it yet, Amazon free cash flow was negative 20 billion in the last 12 months. Yeah, that's another one. It's, it's fascinating. People find um, Amazon just... It's, I mean, it's an amazing company. My God, everybody, maybe that's what it is. Everybody knows what Amazon is and everybody knows you can go online and buy something. You'll get it the same day at your door in like two, three hours. That's hard to beat. <laughs> so not everybody's focused on how much a company is making. A lot of people invest on how, what they think of the product. Now that could be, some could argue that's not the proper way of doing it, but I think psychologically that has a huge impact because you're like, wow, amazing product. How can it not be worth that much, right? Uh, fascinating. Did you hear David James break down 10.693? After playing four times at 0.75, it's still astounding to me. And they've still so much room to run per large that would give it away and sell the need the needed hardware. Yeah, I haven't got, gotten a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm uh, I'm I'm looking forward to listening to that conversation. I have James, Scott, and uh, Dr. Know-It-All coming on the channel on Friday, where we're going to be sitting down on a panel and discussing a bunch of nerdy stuff. So I'm very excited to hit him up on that at that time. Uh, Drew Soul, thank you very much to our super chat, $1.99, excuse me. Just wanted to say great job on your channel. Thank you. Appreciate that. Cool avatar, by the way. Cool avatar. I'm very disappointed that verification will not be universal and locked behind blue. Don't understand the strategy. It's going to be interesting to see. I can definitely see how why you would think that. You know, the bot issue, why aren't they using some sort of AI algorithmic, you know, software level verification process? They could be doing that and then layering in the blue check mark, the $8 fee on top of that as a more rigorous way of really like differentiating what's definitely not a bot versus what's probably not a bot. But um, a valid question. Curious to see how that plays out. Um Raise the find RCS from a super chat, rich communication services. Thank you. Appreciate, uh, appreciate that. Uh, greetings, brother. Thank you. Greetings, greetings. What is your take on Tesla building great cars and even better charging system having to compete against the combined might of GM Ford cars and the US Fed government built charge charging system? I would say the current landscape already speaks for itself. Anybody who knows Hans Niemann knows when the chest speaks for itself, they know that the charging systems speak for themselves, right? So think about this. Who has the largest charging system in America? Is it, I think it might be Electrify America by the number of chargers, maybe. But which one is getting the most usage? Is Tesla's by far. Why is that? Because Tesla has by far the most electric vehicles on the road. So you already have one individual company that's significantly larger than every other one. And it doesn't really become a question of, okay, there's a larger number of American car companies that can make cars is what is the total scale and production capacity that each one of these houses have? Tesla has built in capacity to make at least 2 million cars per year next year. They have a supercharger system and they have the target of hitting 20 million cars per year by the end of 2030. I have no idea what GMs and Ford's targets are, how many units they're looking to sell by the end of this decade, right? Mach-E, I think on the, on the best case scenario, they might sell 100,000 units per year. The Lightning, maybe another 100,000 units. Uh, GMs, 
strategy is confounding me. Honestly, I'm not quite sure what they're doing. And then you have a third party system with Electrify America that has that's well known for having uh, system outages, right? It's hard. It's hard to find a plug that charges for as fast as it should and that it works. So from an experience perspective, Tesla's already miles above with an acceleration of how big the gap's going to be. And whatever the government does from a bailout perspective or incentive perspective, Tesla's automatically going to benefit from it because they're also an electric car maker. So I don't think the U.S. government's going to get away with sort of um, being too like exclusive of Tesla, especially with what happened with the latest IRA bill with, with the EV incentive. So yeah, I think, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think a combined force is going to make a difference to be honest. I think the, the trend will continue. Werner, thank you so much. $5 New Zealand super chat. Thank you very much. Do you think Elon will ask Andre Kaprathi to join Twitter? I believe Andre will jump at the opportunity to implement new language based AI. Maybe, I mean, on the Lex Freeman podcast, Andre already showed a level of, um, he was receptive to the idea of, of working at Tesla on a future date, sort of like, you never know, you know, kind of like the language I've been using. I don't know, probably not, but I don't know. Um, I think if the opportunity is big enough and Andre feels like he can make a huge impact and it doesn't, and it aligns with what he's passionate about, why wouldn't he? But that's only a question he can answer. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's fascinating. Drew, thank you so much again. $5 super chat as a seller on Amazon, there needs to be a competitor, hopefully Twitter marketplace. Fleabay is not real competition based on traffic and UI. That's another perfect use case of that X sort of all, all in sort of platform. Um, yeah, that, that's the beautiful thing behind this Twitter thing. It can compete with so many different things. As long as, you know, the platform where everybody's hanging out together, why wouldn't you leverage that for a bunch of different things? It makes perfect sense. It makes um, perfect sense. Do you think Tesla will sell robo taxis to general public or fleet owners to Tesla fleet? Yeah. So I have a, uh, my, I made a video about this. I think Tesla will sell robo taxis to fleet operators and the fleet operators will have to run the Tesla robo taxi on the Tesla network. And then Tesla takes a cut from every single ride. I think that's going to have work, but we'll see. I'm sure we'll get more details on that in the coming, uh, in the coming months. I'd love to do, I'd love to be able to, uh, <laughs> nice profile picture. I'd love to be able to take Zoom Teams meeting calls in my Tesla. Do you think it may be possible someday this and scrolling Twitter on the big screen? I'm sure. If it's full self-driving, why wouldn't you be able to do everything? You know, they already have that camera right above the um, rear view mirror. You know, why can't they just make that into your 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 face? There's, you know, they zoom in and maybe they'll make it more high res. Seems like the framework's already set up but anyway all right we're almost an hour in let's call it there thank you all very much for joining me thank you thank you really appreciate you thank you for everybody who contributed great questions i love this format i love sort of setting a a a theme and then all of us can discuss it together if you'd like to support the channel i have links in the description below i have a patreon i have a merch store would love it if you throw me a like if you enjoyed the content only if you enjoyed the content though only if you enjoy the content uh we'll be back uh tomorrow Obviously, I don't know if I'm going to do a a live stream tomorrow, if it's going to be a pre-recorded video, but we'll figure it out. 
Uh, and then before we leave, in case you're not familiar with the merch store, let me pull this up because I spent so much freaking time on this thing. It's crazy. Farzamisbahai.com slash merch. Find it in the description below. I have some new items in there. Uh, I tweaked the prices as well. Some of the feedback I was getting was, you know, some of the stuff was a little expensive. So I tried to bring it down as much as I could. And yeah, check it out if you want to support the channel. Otherwise, thank you very much. Mwah. We'll take it easy. We'll take it easy. You take it easy. I'll try to take it easy. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> and broadcast.